Everyone, it is Bryson here, of course, with another episode of Title Talk. Who better to be joined by with another episode of Title Talk than the main man himself? That's LB NFL. What's up, NFL? Hello, Bryson NFL, or should I say Bryce and NFL? Um, you know, I, I actually mentioned this recently. I said about how your name is Bryson. And and it bugs me more than it bugs you when people call you Bryce. Does it does it bug you when people call you Bryce? Because I feel like I feel like calling you Bryce is disrespectful. You know, you're you're Bryson, dude. You know, don't don't call my buddy Bryson Bryce. His name isn't Bryce. I I just it's it's like a pet peeve of mine. You know. I respect your feelings, LB. My <laughs> parents actually named me Bryson and spelled my name the way it is, so people <laughs> could call me Bryce. That's actually the crazy thing. And then the funny Wait, thing what? is. No one, no one called me Bryce. Yeah, they they spelled it B R Y C E N, so you could shorten it. It would still look okay. Like if you spell Bryce in B R Y S O N, and you and you call him Bryce, like that'd be a weird thing to do. But they spelled it the way I do. I mean, of course, they spelled it the way they did, not I did. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> and so Are they you thought. Joking? They, no, they thought. <laughs> no, they thought people would call me Bryce, and no one ever called me Bryce. In fact, a lot my not even my parents ever called me Bryce. It's just, you know, like, I've always been really weird about names. Like, my last name, right, it has two capitals. So, growing up, people would be like, oh, L-E-B. And I'm like, no, 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 that's, that's capital B. They're like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. It's like, no, it fucking matters. To, excuse me. I've tried. I've done my best to not swear on the podcast recently. Uh, I just I just slipped up a little bit. I might have dropped an F-bomb. I don't know. But I would always tell them, like, no, dude, you know, this, this, it's, it's a capital. And they'd be like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's like, you know what? Well, it matters to me. And it's, it's the same, basically, as when people would call me Brian. It's like, no, my name is Ryan. I don't know who Brian is. You know? It would just, it would really set me off. And I would go into a really dark place for a very long time. Well, LB, remind me to never call you that. I won't ever do that. I'll just keep calling you LB. How's that sound, buddy? <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, that works great, actually. You know, the funny thing about when I got nicknamed LB, I was at this party when I was in high school. And this kid was, like, super drunk, and we were all pretty drunk. We were out at a fire, and this kid started going, LB, LeBlanc, LB. And it was funny because even my oldest brother, his name is Tom, he always thought LB stood for linebacker. This is the honest God truth. I was like, no, dude, it's our last name. But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, whatever. <laughs> oh, man. I've, I just have a really funny story to tell really quick, if anyone cares. That I care. It kind of relates, but it kind of doesn't relate. So you ever been sitting behind a car in traffic? You're like, who, who in the hell is this guy, and why is he going so slow? Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, of course. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, every day. Well, small town where I'm at, of course, I'm like seven or eight cars behind a car. I'm like, who in the hell is up there causing this slow traffic? got places to go. I'm Bryson NFL. I got to get on this private plane. I got to go see Tom Brady. It's my grandpa. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's my grandpa. Uh, that yeah. really happened? <laughs> yeah, it's just my grandpa, yeah. Funny thing I is, place... my, grandpa. my grandpa is just up go. there. My grandpa's like, yep, going 20 under the speed limit. Don't care who cares. I am, I am elderly. You are not. I rule the world, and that's how we've talked about it with the, with old people. They just don't care. Yeah. They're like, they're like, we've been on this earth for way longer than you. We do. We literally could not care less how you feel, and we actually it brings us great joy knowing that we piss you off. So that's why we do this kind of stuff. Like old people don't drive fast, and it's is it because like their senses dwindle, or is it just because they're like, yeah, f off. I got nothing to do today. And guess what? You do, and I know it. And so I'm gonna screw you. That's kind of how I felt. I was like, "Okay, Grandpa, I res I respect it, but just know that I'm a little bit I'm a little bit annoyed back here." But okay, I see you. That's fine. Okay, you see, um, we're kind of getting past like the real, the real, you know, the the 
meat of the bones here on the story. Um, how did you find out it was Grandpa? Like, did you get out ready to fight this guy? And then you were like, oh, hey, Grandpa. Like, what happened here? No, it was just a big, it was a big car line. And we ran, we went around <laughs> the turn and there's a lot of turns where I live. So I saw the, I saw this car and I was like, yeah, that's, that's my grandpa. That's hey, grandpa. <laughs> and then I passed him and I beeped and I waved and, but then, yeah, hey, I love you. Love you, grandpa. But then I was like, You're owning. but then it changed because I was like, I went from being mad to being like, feeling sorry for my grandpa. And then I was like, so help me God. If anyone honks at my grandpa, <laughs> I'll pull them out. Dude, I don't know if I've ever re- related to something on this podcast more. That That is so true. It's like if somebody tries to give my grandpa a shit, I'm going to fight somebody right now. You know, it's true. It's like only I'm allowed to be mad at grandpa. Nobody else is allowed to be mad. Just me. Only I can own grandpa. Grandpa is owning the rest of you. Yeah, exactly. Except for I just stay quiet and say, hey, grandpa, I love you when I see him and all sorts of stuff like that. Nice, very nice, very nice to Grandpa, obviously. Respect. I wonder where he was going. Where do you think he was going? Like, well, the funny, the funny thing is, is one of my grandparents actually, my my papa. He's very, <laughs> he's, papa. he's very well known around the town. He was a car salesman. He knows a lot of people, and he actually goes to McDonald's at 6 a.m. every morning, has his entire life. He's retired now, still does it. We'll go to Hardee's. And him and his boys, they just go to Hardee's and McDonald's, and they just hang out, and it's the funniest thing ever. And I, I, aspire, and boys. I aspire to have friends when I'm when I'm that age. I barely have friends now, but my grandpa's like, yeah, it's 6 a.m., and me and my boys are kicking at Mickey D's with the McGriddle in, our, in front of us. What are you doing, Bryson? Nothing. Yeah, I mean, Grandpa's owning, man. It's it's so weird that you said McDonald's because I was literally going to say – did I say McDonald's or I didn't say – I, I can't remember now. But I was going to say McDonald's because that's like – if anybody that knows me, I love McDonald's. McDonald's is great. If you hate McDonald's and you're – I don't know, you're weird. Like everybody I, – I, I don't believe – honestly, honest to God, man, 90% of people that say that they hate McDonald's, they don't mean it. Like they actually like McDonald's and they just like come on Twitter and be like, McDonald's is garbage. It's trash and it's just poison for your body. I don't know. Maybe it is, but I guarantee that person eats McDonald's. I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah, it was freaking modified to, for our brains to love. So you got to love McDonald's everywhere. Everyone loves McDonald's. They're just lying. They're just lying. <laughs> I go there for the kitty toys, but that's that's about it. Nah, because I'm trying to stay healthy. The McGriddle, I usually eat the McGriddles. You know, I'll eat the McGriddles, but that's about it. Actually, LB, before we get into some good, really good fun football stuff, fun fact. Have you ever heard of a basket of fries before from McDonald's? A basket of fries? Yes. I'm- the reason why you haven't heard of a basket of fries from McDonald's is because it was invented 20 miles away from my hometown and the fattest state in the United States. And um, the basket of fries is an incre- incredibly dangerous thing by yourself, you would think. So I'm going to relate this to football. So you're like, why does anyone need a basket of fries? I don't know. But back in the day after football games, the McDonald's by my, where I used to live, had a deal. Not only did you could you get a basket of fries, but you could also get five cheeseburgers with this basket of fries, and it was like a special deal. So after my football games or sports sporting events, see how much I've changed now. By the way, I would sit down at McDonald's and eat five burgers and a basket of fries for like nine dollars, eight dollars. How bad is so this? With like nacho cheese and stuff, just just so stupid. Just someone go back. Just someone create a time machine to smack me in the face. Five cheeseburgers and a basket of fries. I don't think it's that bad. I don't know. That sounds good. <laughs> so, so you're saying Bryson NFL, our, our, our Bryson NFL, he ruined the basket of fries for everybody else. That's what you're telling me right they now? pretty much don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the sounds of it, man. I hear basket of fries. Nacho and I'm thinking cheese? Like, There's like a nacho cheese with it too? Really? Like a nacho cheese? or? I can't believe you've never heard of This must be just... No. Yeah, I'm going to have to ship you some. If, any, <laughs> if, anyone's, if anyone's had this, please let me know. I want to have this, man. I like the sounds of this basket of fries and five cheeseburgers, man. You, you are like... You are barking up my tree, brother. That sounds freaking good. 
I love McDonald's, dude. Oh, God. I think McDonald's is fantastic. I don't know how people can always say they're bad. Like, only on Twitter do I see they're bad. But then every time I go there, there's like, like you know, a 45-minute wait just to get a McDouble or whatever the hell it's called now. This reminds me of something very, very, very near and dear to our hearts right now, Obi, and that's that's our good friend Muhammad Sanu. So I wake up, <laughs> and a lot of pe- a lot of people think that Muhammad Sanu isn't very good or worth a second round pick. And I wake up, the Patriots have traded for Muhammad Sanu. People are blowing up my mentions. People are probably blowing up your mentions too, because of course LB, we're one of the smartest people on Twitter, obviously. So we we already knew that the Patriots have tried to trade for Muhammad Sanu in the past, have tried to trade, had tried to try, sign him in the past, just didn't work out. Dan Quinn really wanted to win, and so he didn't want to trade Sanu. But now things change. They're losing. They trade Muhammad Sanu. And Muhammad Sanu is a perfect fit for the Patriots. I really can't say that enough. A lot of people will look at his stats maybe or think Muhammad Sanu is not that great of a player. He's a really good route runner. I th- he's a really smart player. I think he instantly he, – he'll instantly translate New England. He's like his, – his routes are definitely some of the best in the NFL. Will fit perfect with Tom Brady. Tom Brady will love him. He'll always be he, – he just gets open, especially on the goal line. It'll help their red zone offense. This offense now, Josh Gordon, Muhammad Sanu, Julian Edelman, Philip Dorsett, Nikhil Harry returning, Isaiah Wynn. This is a very exciting thing. And a lot of people cried, LB. They cried about us clamoring for Muhammad Sanu being on the Patriots and how exciting and fun it would be. And the funny thing is, LB, is not only did we think this, but you know who else thought this? Dave Brown. No, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick <laughs> no, was like, wow, you know, he was like, wow, you know what? Muhammad Sanu. I'll actually, not only will I give you a pick, but I will give you a decently high pick. For Mohamed Sanu for two years of player control. So here you go. I love Mohamed Sanu. Thank you very much. He's going to fit into our system very well. I like it. I love the move. Patriots fans should be extremely excited. The Patriots the Patriots offense, it's, it's not as bad as people make it seem to be, but it's definitely not as good as some make it seem to be. No problems whatsoever. They were, they're absolutely mid in yards per play. I know DVOA, Football Outsiders, still have them as a top. 10 offense I think but I I really like looking at yards per play a lot better and there's and they're kind of mid there but I think with the addition of Muhammad Sanu Isaiah Wynn coming back this offense and the funny thing is they're not going to peak they're going to get Muhammad Sanu he's going to keep getting better in the system Isaiah Wynn's going to come back they're going to peak just at the right time and it's going to be very fun and everyone who made fun of LB and I and the rest of our friends on Twitter for wanting Muhammad Sanu and these other good wide receivers can weep because Bill Belichick also wanted this. So congratulations LB. You are now you are now in agreement with Bill Belichick. So therefore, you are also a genius and the people that didn't are also not geniuses. We know who those people are. So shout out to you LB. Good job, buddy. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I do appreciate it. Um, and first off, you didn't say it. I'll say it. You had this back. I mean, if you don't mind me saying it, I should check with you. Do you mind me saying it? That you had this back in, you know, before the draft that you, I mean, if you don't mind me saying it, I just remember a time when you, you texted me one morning, very excited about the Patriots in on um, Mohamed Sanu and Adam Thielen. And then it was confirmed later on, about a, a couple days later. I can't remember which 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 report it was, but it was somebody big. They confirmed. No, the Patriots, in fact, did call about Mohamed Sanu and Adam Thielen. I know today you mentioned it or something, and um, some people may have doubted you, but no, you in fact have been telling us Sanu for a very long time, and you deserve a ton of credit for that. I mean, you you were right. I'm. You you nailed it. So you know I, I won't I won't continue to uh, you know be so kissy, but you are correct and you deserve a big W. And I will say, Bill Belichick decided that he wanted a whole basket of fries, five owning. cheeseburgers. Owning. Yeah. <laughs> Belichick exactly. owning. Belichick battle. Belichick supersized it, and Dave Brown wanted a small. <laughs> he was like, no, you know what? It's like when the it's like when the kid is ordering from McDonald's and his parents give him money. He's like, no, look, go to the counter, get a small. That's all you need. And the kid's like, what? 
Yeah, but twenty dollars. I could clearly have no. Get a small. That's all you need. And Belichick was like, "Nope, actually, you know what? Supersize it. I'll take a basket of fries. Also, give <laughs> that it's five p.m. in the afternoon. And also, I'll take five cheeseburgers right now. That's what he did. Exactly, the basket of fries, man. I'm telling you, it's like he said, "Give me the basket, the whole basket." They they looked at him. They said, "What?" And he was like, "Give me the basket," you know. And like you said, twenty dollars. So. Okay, so back to back to back to reality. Um, which actually, you know what? This is reality. The Patriots got Sanu, and I know that you've loved him for a long time. And I, I can truthfully say we've talked about this on on this podcast quite a few times. We talked about Sanders. We talked about Sanu, and I actually even said the Patriots have been in on Sanu. Now this is the third time they were in on Sanu. They tried signing him before he went to the um, before he went to the Falcons. They tried trading for him back in whatever, you know, I, I don't even remember when the hell the draft is now. I don't even care. They tried trading for him during draft time. And then this time around, he came available late Monday night. I think even the Patriots were a little bit surprised. But he came available, and they made the move. They, they decided a second was worth it. I think that for whatever reason, they're, they're more open to – making a move for a player that can help right now, which I love. I, I told you, you and I, we always discuss a little bit before we actually come on the air. I told you I liken it to baseball, where in baseball, teams will play, they'll they'll trade, I'm sorry, um, a really highly touted prospect. So I'll, I'll go back to the Red Sox, since most of our, our base is probably Red Sox fans. Um, Moncada, high prospect. Everybody loves him. What do you consider that? Uh, I don't know. First round pick. I, I mean, whatever. Consider him whatever you want. He's a prospect. Same as a second round pick. You trade that player, the pick, for an established player, and you say, look, I think this guy can help immediately. I think he's a good player. I think he fits what we do. And we know, by the way, that he is a good NFL player. Same almost as in baseball. The Red Sox traded Mankata for Chris Sale. You know Chris Sale is already a good player. You know he can pitch. You know he's done it in the bigs. I think this is very similar. I look at trade picks more and more these days in comparison to baseball trades because there are people out there who say, don't trade prospects. You know, you always keep your prospects. But I'm more of the trade prospects and get good players that I know are really good right now. So... I love the trade. I think Sanu will help out a lot. I think that you've been on Sanu for a long time, and I can certainly see why. And more importantly, he's from Rutgers. Oh, yes. We love the Rutgers connection. Absolutely. D-Mac will be happy to have him in there. Harmon, J-Mac, all these guys. Yeah, it'll be a very fun time with all the Rutgers guys and Mohamed Sanu. You know, we'll, we'll forgive him, LB, because he did say something to the effect of we're about to put 40-some points on their ass in Super Bowl 51. But, you know, that was that was Sanu of the past. We're going to forget about it. He's a much more intelligent man today as he lands and sees Tom Brady and meets Tom Brady. And he'll figure it all out. Going to be a – I think he'll, I think he'll fit in pretty quick. It'll be a very quick transition. Very awesome. I love to see it. Good move. I actually – weeps. I, I totally agree, man. I really do. And I can tell you right now – According to some of the people I've talked to, what happened, the Patriots were in on Sanders. The Sanders trade was going to happen. The Patriots then said Sanu is available. They liked Sanu better, which is something, as I said, you've been on all along. Patriots like Sanu better. They love Sanu. They were told all of a sudden Sanu is available, and they said we'd rather overpay, quote-unquote, because I don't, I don't necessarily think it's an overpay, but it does feel like a steep price, but – the Patriots kind of have to, quote-unquote, overpay these days because teams don't love dealing with the Patriots. They essentially said, we'd rather give a second for Sanu than a third and whatever for Sanders. So, I mean, that's kind of how it went down. The Patriots could have had Sanders. They decided that they would rather have Sanu for a second. So I think that tells you all that you should really know about how they feel um, Sanu fits into their system and I think it's a great fit as well man I, I know that you're usually like all over this stuff I know you think he's a great fit and I totally agree man his route running itself is enough to see why he'll be great here 
Yeah, absolutely, LB. And it'll, it'll give our good friend Julian Edelman some breaks at times in the slot. Sanu can move all over the field in the slot and the outside. He's a really versatile um, versatile player, and probably Patriots fans will weep about this, and I am the biggest Josh Gordon fan ever, aside from our good friend Connor. But I will say Sanu is probably a better fit than Josh Gordon. He He does a lot of things that the Patriots like a lot more than the things that Josh Gordon does well. And, you know, just a better fit, in my opinion. Weep. I love Josh Gordon. But in this offense, Sanu is probably a better fit. I would have to agree, um, just based on the fact that Sanu can kind of work the slot a little bit. He's a bigger guy, but he can actually move to the slot if you want him to. And in my opinion, a much better route runner than Josh Gordon. I think that you've touched on it a little bit in some of our chats that Josh gets um, a little bit lazy at times in some of his routes when he feels like the ball isn't coming his way, which is understandable, but you know, I'm, I'm not here to bash Josh Gordon. I love Josh, but it's a little bit understandable. I think that things like this that happen when you start giving Brady more weapons, it encourages everybody to step it up because you know, everybody wants the football, man. You know, if you can get open, you can get the football. That's you, you want the football. Julian Edelman wants the football. I'm sure Josh Gordon wants the football in his hands. So Mohamed Sanu comes on deck. It just steps it up for everybody. And we all know that Belichick loves competition. So now all of a sudden you have three guys. And, by the way, and Jacoby Myers has really stepped it up lately. And I'll even give a shout-out to Philip Dorsett, man. I know I don't know how you feel about him these days. I never thought he was all that impressive. But you know what? More and more and more am I seeing that Tom Brady trusts Dorsett. So you really have four guys vying for Tom Brady's attention and just wanting the football in their hands. And I think that's only a good thing for an offense, man. Yeah, that's a good thing. Also, yeah, shout-out to Dorsett. He had a really good game last Last night had a good game. He said overall much better season than seasons in the past and definitely has looked good during this season. I really appreciate Phil Dorsett and all the things he's doing. So shout out to me for calling him Dorstink in the offseason in the past. And I was I was probably wrong for that. And Dorsett looks a lot better. So I'll take the L and that's fine. Patriots are Patriots are winning. So I'll just no, I'll no. just go ahead. I'll go ahead and take it. I'll take the L. It's fine with me. A lot of a lot of people agreed, man. You're not alone. A lot of people agreed. A lot of people agreed. I don't think anybody was overly impressed with Dorsett, nor should you have been in these past couple of years. He's been much better this year. Absolutely. Now let's, if that's it, LB, I think we should go ahead and get to the game, which is, you know, the best part. Of course, I don't know about you, but I personally love seeing my team, my team, <laughs> the Patriots, on national on national television in front of everyone where everyone can see the Patriots just annihilate teams or, you know, on occasion they get annihilated on Monday fo- night football, but it doesn't have happen often at all. Rarely once or twice, but this night on this night from the very beginning, it looked exactly like the Jets Patriots first game in the first quarter before Edelman got hurt. Tom Brady. I don't know what you thought I'll be, but Tom Brady looked extremely confident Confident in where the ball was going. He's moving in the pocket really well. The stats may not reflect it, but Tom Brady was absolutely awesome in this game. And so so was Fulderset. So was Julian Edelman. So was uh, Jacoby Myers also, you said. All these players just played at a, at a pretty high level relative, relative to what kind of player they are. It was awesome to see. People will say Tom Brady for his low yards per attempt, but man, he looked really good. It was it was one of the best start to finish games Tom Brady has had. The interception sucked, but you know I think it was was it Tooney that got beat, and then there was Tom Brady got hit for the interception. That kind of stunk a little bit, hurt his numbers. You know Tom Brady's not a dummy, LB. Tom Brady watched football over the weekend, saw Aaron Rodgers had a big day, and also. Something we didn't talk about, but the media really picked on Tom Brady a whole lot this weekend, and all that stuff combined together. Tom Brady was very mad, and he played very well, and I love to see it. I hope it continues, and I'm just praying, praying we get our dear friend Isaiah Wynn here soon, because once Isaiah Wynn comes in, wow, Tom Brady will be super confident. I think at times Tom Brady definitely looks a little not so confident and feeling pressure, because obviously there has been pressure a whole lot. But with Isaiah Wynn coming back to solidify the line because he's the greatest left tackle I've ever seen in my entire life, and I'm not even exaggerating, (laughs) it will be great. I'm excited for it. The Patriots offense had a really good day. What do you think, LB? 
sorry. I had my my mic muted. I'm an idiot. But uh, you can hear me now, right, Bryson? Of course I can hear you, LB. Of course. Yeah, it's, it's your buddy, LB. I'm back. I'm an idiot. I'm muted my I, – I just love listening to you talk. You know, I, Bryson talks. I listen. That's that's It's as simple as that. That's the whole point of the podcast, right? Um, so, no, I totally agree. Um, I thought, truthfully, this isn't me as a fanboy. This isn't me as a Patriots fan. This is me, truthfully. I thought that was the best I've seen Brady look all year. And the interception caused the offensive line. So, And this is why I've gotten more and more into you can't just look at stats. And people love stats, man. You know, Brady's stats last night, I think he had a rating of like 80. But you watch him play, I thought he looked excellent, truthfully. I thought he looked fantastic. He had the best game of the year, in my opinion. Um, at times, it, it must be difficult sometimes having such a great defense because – they almost put so much more pressure on the offense to look good, you know. But the thing is that the offense does its job. They put points on the boards. You know, it, it isn't always perfect. But it's not like we're dealing with the 2000 Ravens with Trent Dilfer. You know, they, they have Tom Brady. He's doing his job. They, it doesn't always look great. Sometimes it's a little bit harder. It's about to get a lot easier with Mohamed Sanu. But, you know... I like a lot of things that I'm seeing from this offense right now. I really do. I like a lot of things that I'm seeing. They're showing signs of improvement. I thought last night they had a great night. At the end of the first half, it felt like the Jets had the football for like 20 minutes. I don't know why. It's just watching the game, it was like, okay, get Brady back on the field. Okay, get Brady back on the field. Okay, Brett, get – and so – you know, the Jets, they drove, they wound up in a situation where you think they're going to at least get three points here. Um, they didn't because, you know, whatever the hell is wrong with Darnold, he threw that football up off his, I mean, he wasn't even set to throw a pass, he throws it up, Jerome Harmon picks it off. They put the ball at the one, the Patriots run a few plays, and then all of a sudden they're punting it back. And then, so at times it feels like Brady hasn't had as many opportunities to be great, but we should all be happy that he doesn't need to always be great to win football games. And this football team is about to get better offensively and still have the best defense in football. And I think everybody should be excited about that. Definitely, I'll be. <laughs> Sam Darnold after the first half, two for six, six yards, and in- two interceptions. And a fumble lost. That was at halftime, LB. How That's pathet- how pathetic and sad is that after after the Jets' offense averaged seven point one yards per play against the Cowboys? <laughs> it's crazy that sometimes I feel bad for these other quarterbacks. I know you and I discussed this recently after the Redskins game. I said to you that um, Colt McCoy looked scared out there, and I felt the same last night, man. And then I mean, you know. Poor Sam Darnold, dude. He has he has what he says. It it gets leaked on ESPN, saying he's seeing ghosts. But I mean, that's that's how it feels for a lot of these guys right now, dude. They're playing the Patriots defense, and they are just seeing stuff that isn't there. A lot of these quarterbacks playing the Patriots, they are playing very very scared, and I I kind of get it. You know, you're playing. I, you know, some of these people that want to bring up schedule. I can't wait till they play some of these good teams because I feel like we're going to see a lot of the same. I really do. The thing that I don't understand, OB, is Patriots fans know this for a fact in the early 2010s. It didn't matter who the quarterback or team the Patriots played. The defense was awful, and they would get absolutely shredded by quarterbacks. It didn't matter what the quarterback was. The quarterback would come in there and... Every player would, every uh, fantasy owner would start the quarterback against the Patriots defense because for a while it wasn't good at all. But yeah. now they're just making bums look like even more bums. So, I mean, the Patriots defense is really good. I've always said it. Their extension of the 2018 playoff team when they absolutely dismantled the Rams, when the Rams were running through the league, they dismantled 11th, the Rams. 11th yeah. best offense all time scoring wise. Absolutely. They dismantled him three points, made him look very stupid. And it's an extension of that. I, I don't see why people can't just see that. They don't need they don't need to they don't need to play a good team for you to know that they're a good defense. You just look at the players, watch the games, think about the matchups. They have they Stephon Gilmore, Jamie Collins, two very elite players, 
Uh, John Jones is playing at, at an elite level. They have a bunch of players just playing at a super, super elite level. Hightower, all these guys, even J.C. Jackson. There's not many matchups you can walk in when you're an offense and say, yeah, you know what, let's take care, let's take advantage of this on the Patriots' defense. They're a lot faster now. They're smart. They're the best combination of really smart and fast I've seen in a while. And I think at the end of this year, they'll be the best defense that we've seen in the modern passing era. They'll be better than the twenty third. They'll be better than the twenty thirteen Seahawks. They'll be better than the twenty fifteen Broncos. They're already much better than those teams uh, via DVOA yards per play. Still amazing. They're just an, they're an insane team. It doesn't matter that they're playing bad teams or whatever it is like that. And it's just funny to me, you know, the Patriots play no one. And you know what that, that means LB for us is that the Patriots are underdogs yet again. Because once <laughs> the Patriots do play a team that's good, we, we don't have to say, of course, the Patriots are winning. We'll say, no, you guys said we sucked. We, you guys said we sucked. So now we're going to, we're just going to roll out the underdog card again. Yep. And then they'll cry. Truthfully, they'll cry. It's incredible. They'll be all pissed off. Nobody ever said they were bad. Bullcrap. We're, we're, I think that everybody is seeing a ton of these takes right now. The Patriots defense hasn't played anybody. That's what we keep seeing. And then they win the Super Bowl, and then Tom Brady got carried, blah, blah, blah. So you know what? That's fine. Say the Patriots defense actually sucks, so Tom Brady's carrying. You know, pick your poison at this point. It, it gets so annoying. You know, this defense is incredible. Granted, you know, they haven't paid – they haven't played the best quarterback in the NFL. So what are they supposed to do? Play Tom Brady every week? Are the Patriots supposed to play the Patriots to prove to people that they're good? You know, after all these years of success, I've never – who would have thought that a team that's won six Super Bowls since 2001 that makes the AFC Championship game every year, has been in four of the last five Super Bowls, has won three of the last five Super Bowls, Needed validation on greatness. That would only happen to the Patriots. And it's silly. You know, NFL fans are truly just becoming NBA fans where they don't know what the hell's going on. They just kind of comment on stuff and, oh, well, they haven't played anybody. Blah, 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 blah. You know, does anyone watch the NFL? Does anyone realize how week to week the NFL is? You'll see a team play really bad. Then the next week they play really good. And then next week they play really bad. (laughs) Like, the NFL is like, it's not meant for teams to just dominate teams every single week and win 33 to zero. And the other team has like the game was over LB after like three drives, the game's over and the jets are on the sideline thinking, yep, we don't know how we're supposed to move the ball. And we have no idea how we're going to stop the Patriots from moving the ball. And the only way we're going to stop the Patriots from moving the ball is if Sony Michelle drops a screen pass or Edelman drops a pass or something like that. Or if the Patriots decide to just go 1970s run, run pass, you know, that's the only way. That's the only way. Run, run, pass, and that's our only hope is that the Patriots just beat themselves. The Patriots' opponent is now themselves. I actually have something to say about this, LB. Are you ready for oh, this? Please, please do. Please I'm do. Actually, because... I'm actually just, I'm actually just going to agree with the haters because, you know what, LB, they're right. The Patriots haven't played anyone, and they will never play anyone or a team on their level because they are far and away the best team in the NFL, and they will continue to demolish teams. And you will continue to cry about it. It'll be weak. It'll it'll be the Super Bowl, and you'll say the Patriots haven't played anyone, and Rob Parker and all those dumb talking heads will pick against the Patriots, and they'll just continue to win, and you'll cry. And they legitimately have the chance to go nineteen and zero, but you know it's whatever. Dude, I'm totally with you. You wouldn't even believe how I was thinking about this earlier. So. It They're going to be favored in every game, LB. They're going to be favored in every single game, and a lot of them by double digits. They have a shot, man. They have a shot. What a better know? way. What a better way for Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, possibly Tom Brady, to walk off seventh ring, 19-0, and 0, if he, in fact, eyeballs. does retire. Eyeballs emoji. Eyeballs emoji. Uh, I mean, I agree. I, I don't want him to go, man. I, I don't either. I don't I, either. I, I get so sad. It's like, you know. It is very it, sad. It is very sad. I don't want him to go, man. I love Tom Brady. I, I, I've I, said this for a long time. This captain goes down with the shit, man. I don't care if he looks very average or whatever. He can suck. And I'll still want number 12 and, and a Patriots jersey. You know, I, I love the guy. He is just, to me, he is just the absolute man. 
you know, it's it's a weird thing because it's like, would Brady want to leave everything that's going on and, you know, watch them win another Super Bowl? I'm kind of going off into a different thing, granted. Um, some Patriots fans probably have it on their minds. It's become more and more of a thing that Brady's gone after this year. So I think most of them would probably say, you know, do, do we really want to watch him, you know, walk off and go to Tennessee? I know that you've joked about it a little bit or been serious about it a little bit. That's up to you about, um, you know, Brady going to the Titans or, or just going anywhere really at this point. And watching the Patriots win another Super Bowl. I mean, this team is stacked, man. I think you would agree. This team is so stacked. They have so much talent. They can continue to win Super Bowls. I don't I mean, I don't know if they win the Super Bowl this year. You know, I, I never know any year. Sometimes it's it's honestly a crapshoot and you just actually have no idea who's gonna win the Super Bowl. But to me they're the best team in the NFL right now. So people continue to say that they're not that great. The defense is overrated, whatever, you know, it, it, it starts to just get so boring having these discussions that the Patriots are actually, in fact, not good at football, but you know what? They continue to win games. And if the Patriots are smart, they, would start, they should start losing some of these games, Bryson, because if the Patriots are smart. They would start just losing games just so that they could strengthen their, uh, their strength schedule. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be a very fun thing to do. So the haters would just have something to say. We could just we could be like, look, you know, they lost to they lost to the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are they, the, the Dolphins must be good because they beat the Patriots. They beat the Patriots exactly. See, this is why strength schedule is actually nonsense. Well, who did this team beat? It's not. I mean, you play a crappy team in front of you and you beat them. Some teams play crappy teams in front of them and they lose to them. Are you better off being the team that loses to crappy teams? Because the Patriots beat a bunch of playoff teams last year and then won the Super Bowl, and everybody doubted them all the way through the playoffs. And they also lost to a bunch of crappy teams, so people doubted them, and then they won the Super I mean, what the hell do people want, man? I don't even know anymore. You know what? As I was watching the game, it was in MetLife Stadium, it, it appeared the people wanted Le'Veon Bell to come into the stands and start selling his mixtape, but that – that never happened. That would have been the smartest business move that guy would have ever made. But maybe he was in the stands. But while he was in the stands, there'll be something else that was going on. Was the Patriots put a Landon Roberts at fullback, and he didn't suck at it. And he actually had a couple nice blocks. And the first time I saw it, I was like, man, Landon Roberts is in the game. Me and OB have talked about this. It's funny. He's in the game, and... I watched the play and I didn't see I didn't see where he went or who he was blocking. So I rewatched it and I was like, man, he actually he just actually had a nice block. And then it was so funny. They put multiple Dude. players back there at fullback, but Alain Roberts, he's a special he's a cat he's a team captain. And look, the team's like, look, Alain, we play some fullback. He's like, um, yeah, I sure. love to smash people in the mouth. So what, just keep doing it. You know, maybe he can't catch the ball very well, but. You know, I don't know how well he catches the ball in comparison to James Devlin, but he is, in fact, much faster and probably um, – I love James Devlin. I would say people are more afraid of Elaine and Roberts blowing them up in the hole. What do you think? I don't know. Be, this is a weird topic, but if you're a linebacker and you see Elaine and Roberts running out, you're probably like, shit – this guy's been taking on 300-pound guards all all of his life. This guy's about to <laughs> <laughs> You know what I think, truthfully? I think that we didn't talk about this before the pod, and you did this just for me, and I appreciate it. I truly appreciate it. I love it. I love that you brought it up. I freaking loved seeing – like, I'm actually – like, you don't even understand. Like, I'm actually excited right now that you just brought this up. And Landon Roberts playing fullback is the most, like, fullback thing ever, dude. Like – NFL linebacker, who you and I, by the way, have defended forever, truthfully. People would say he sucked, and you and I would be like, no, 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 no. He does not suck. He's actually a good football player. Is he Ray Lewis? No, he's not Ray Lewis. But he's a good football player. And then last night, I see him lined up. At, I see that number 52 lined up at fullback, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I love the Patriots. That was fantastic, man. You don't even understand how much I loved it. Like, the Patriots do these small things that I love. You know how most teams, like, they need a fullback, so they put, like, a big, fat defensive tackle? No, not the Patriots. They put their smash-mouth linebacker. So simple. 
so simple. We we define the guy who hits people. It's like yeah, yeah but has he has he done it before? Has he is is he big enough? Is what? Well, no, 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 no. Can can he hit people that are very big, and can he do it effectively? Well, you know, he's been doing it. And to tell you the truth, he's actually put guards flat on their ass. So if you see, if you're a line, let's say, let's say LB for the sake, what if, what if they're in a game? I know they did it in the goal line. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they did it like within the twenties, but I can't remember. Or maybe, you know, better than me, but what if they're within the twenties, they put a Landon Roberts in the game and it, and some poor undersized linebacker is in the game. And Atlanta Roberts just absolutely eviscerates him. This will be the this will be peak my life seeing Atlanta Roberts just pancake some undersized linebacker and then inevitably standing over top of him over top of him and screaming at him and Bill Belichick not even being mad about it because it was awesome. Bill Belichick just standing on the sidelines like yelling at the defense because they allowed zero points. <laughs> Which, by the way, I loved that last night. The, I mean, the defense was absolutely destroying the Jets, and Belichick is just, like, giving them a lecture. I wouldn't say it was destroying, but he gave them, like, a lecture on the sidelines last night. They allowed zero points. They allowed zero points on the night overall. So, I mean, come on, Bill. <laughs> but I love it, man. Dude, look, I mean – could I see a Landon Roberts absolutely just destroying a linebacker? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Am I saying that it's going to happen in the future? Yeah, I'm saying it's going to happen. Because yes. Landon <laughs> like, I love Landon Roberts, man. And I know you have, too. That's one of these things that's like, look, we, people probably think that you and I agree on everything all the time. We don't. But, I mean, we, we kind of do. Because... <laughs> Like you always say, you know, we're we're just smarter than everybody else. You know, that's just par for the course. But I, I mean, there's things that we, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The question is, Ob, put yourself in position. I know you're you're gonna have to for for the purpose of this exercise, you're gonna have to pretend that you're a much, much, much less handsome man than you are. But <laughs> let's pretend let's pretend you're Tom Brady and you're in the huddle <laughs> and here comes a Landon Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Like, okay, Dude, what are you doing? Like, you should be somewhere else right now. What's up, Landon? Isn't, isn't there like a special? Shouldn't you and Jordan Richards and Matthew Slater be joking about? I don't know the punt, the opponent's punt gunner. I, I don't. What are you doing right now? Like, go, go hang out with them. He's like, no, that's okay. Bill told me I'm here and I'm gonna play fullback. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, here you go, Landon. Boom. I hope he keep playing fullback. This isn't a joke. I mean, like, I hope it's not like a one-game thing. I hope they, they let him get more shots. I think he'll be really good at it. What if they pass him the ball? Oh, my God. You know, I was thinking that last night, man. Like, when he was he was doing that thing where he was signaling to the refs, you know, you know, I'm 52, but I'm eligible, blah, blah, blah. I was thinking, oh, man, throw to this guy. Let Brady throw to an NFL linebacker again. Like, it's Mike Vrabel. Like, Let's not forget he threw all those touchdown passes to Mike Vrabel. Let's throw one to fucking. Okay, <laughs> I did it again. I try not to swear anymore. I'm guilty again. Second time, changing the changing the jar. Um, let's let him throw one to Landon Roberts. I love Elandon Roberts, man. I, I you and I have talked about Elandon Roberts a lot. Like we're big fans because there's certain things in football that some people just don't want to do. Watch Jimmy Graham play football. Good football player, but he doesn't want to hit anybody. He doesn't want to be physical. He doesn't want to ever really even be touched. He's very soft. And then you have guys like Elena and Roberts who will just play linebacker, play fullback. I mean, he just wants to play the game. I am like probably, truthfully, I might be the biggest Elandon Roberts stand that there is on Twitter besides you. There's nothing wrong with that, Ob. And I, I, I really, truthfully, you know, if you're having a fight, let's say, let's say we're both at Gillette Stadium and a war breaks out in the middle of Gillette Stadium, like Patriots fans are mad because the team's only up by six, six points, and a, a war breaks out. <laughs> Perfect. And we got right, we're, we're looking around for allies, and of course the the Patriots are 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 our allies, but we're looking for allies. The first person I'm looking for is Landon Roberts, because I know for a fact that Landon Roberts is going to go through a crowd 
of pink hat Patriots fans and absolutely eviscerate everyone within within a twenty foot range. And he's just gonna end the fight there. And people are like, well, okay, well, you know what? Alandon's on one today. He's beaten everyone's ass. The fight is over. Stop the fight. It's Alandon oh. Roberts, high tower. Maybe Jamie Collins get some Shaq Mason in there. Probably don't want to. Probably don't want to tussle with Shaq Mason. Yeah, of course, Josh Gordon. Trying to think of some other guys. Lawrence yep. Guy, maybe. Yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence Guy seems. Lawrence. I like the way he plays. Lawrence Guy. You know, also Dietrich Wise. You know, a lot of people have been slandering Dietrich Wise, but he's actually been playing pretty decent this year. He's been making some he, plays. I like to see it. He has. He's played well. He has played well. You know, he he gets his reps and he plays well. It's tough for Dietrich. Um, you know, he's he's got some really good players in front of him. Winovich has played fantastic. Bennett is in front of him, who, when he plays, Bennett is very good. Um, you know, but if you're telling me I'm getting to a fist fight and I need to pick one Patriots player, I will tell you right now, Landon Roberts is right there. It's he's actually a great target. Yeah, he's dude, there. he's up, he's up there. I mean, I'm thinking, like you said, I love that you said Shaq Mason. I kind of agree because because guards are very dirty. You know, Shaq would probably do some dirty, dirty stuff. Um, a healthy David Andrews would be right up there. If I'm getting into a fight, who am I picking? Atlanta's up there, man. I'm telling you right now. I'm not even kidding. Who else are we taking, man? I like that you said Shaq. Um, I, of course, I love, I love Atlanta Roberts being on that list. Um, Who else is there? Nice. I know you said Hightower, but Hightower is a, a physical player. But, I mean, in a fist fight, he might just kind of be like, he feels like kind of like a mean by like he has to be mean kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, Landon, I Roberts. Guess... Landon Roberts is there to take souls. I know that for he... a fact. No, you're right, man. I, Landon Roberts, that's that's my guy, dude. There's certain guys. I'll tell you who I would have taken in a fight with me. If I go a little bit throwback, not too much. Everybody will know who I mean. Brandon Spikes was that guy. Brandon Spikes, dude. I'm yes. telling you. People never understood where I where I liked Spikes. I'm never I've never said he was a great linebacker, but dude, when he hit people, oh my god! When he laid out guards, he could smack guards unlike anybody I've ever seen. Second to um, he's Spikes. Out. Yeah, no, second to Spikes is is Roberts. Period for me. Spike Mayo used to talk about Spikes all the time about how he would always be covering for him in coverage because he knew no matter what the call was, Brandon Spikes was going to blitz no matter what because he just loved to blitz and hit people. That <laughs> sounds Brandon, so right. And he would, and he said Brandon Spikes literally never lifted weights, but he would just literally always knock people out. And it was not even funny, just knock people out constantly. There's a bunch of, you can find a bunch of videos of Brandon Spikes just absolutely knocking the souls out of people. And that's, that's kind of what Alandon Roberts did, but Alandon Roberts is like he lifts weights. He's he's actually kind of fast. He's actually kind of sneaky athletic. Alandon Roberts is for a lot, especially for a linebacker. So maybe maybe they're like, they're within the twenties. They run some play action. They're, the defense is like, look, we're not covering effing Alandon Roberts. Like we don't <laughs> care if Alandon Roberts beats us. That's fine. Alandon Roberts somehow is running down the seam, catches a pass from Tom Brady bobbles it, hits his chest, and then scores a touchdown. I will lose my freaking mind. I will lose my mind. I will have to be – you will literally have to have an army to come get me because that's how <laughs> wild I will be. Like, people – you will need to come to my house and physically detain me because I will be going crazy about Elaine and Roberts scoring a touchdown. We'll need Dave Tank on your ass. <laughs> like, yeah, it'll, it'll, take, it'll take the likes of Dave Tank to get me out of there. I'll be like, okay, Dave, we're, it's cool now. Don't worry. I, I mean, I know it's getting wild, but – now that you're here, I, I'm not ready for that kind of war. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, man, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I, I love certain football players, and I just love watching them play. People would think that sounds so goofy. They'd be like, you love watching Elandon Roberts play football? It's like, yeah, I do, man. He hits people. You know, he's not he's not Ray Lewis. He's not, you know, the greatest middle linebacker I've ever seen, but – he has something that he's good at, and that's just hitting people in the face and just being really good at it. And I love that, you know? He's the type of guy that you want on your side. So, Elander Roberts, what what is it? LFG. Elander Roberts, LFG. LFG, Elander Roberts. Also from last last night, other good takeaway from me is seeing Bill Belichick smile. You know, that's good. It's really good for your health, Bill, to smile every once in a while. You know, that's, that's very good. That's very good, Bill. Smile. 
it's good for you. You know, it's incredible that <laughs> it's incredible. It's like it a story. A, it's like a story. It's like, oh my god, do you see Bill Belichick smiling? He's smiling. Holy crap! It's Bill Belichick. Just think about that for a minute. Think about how incredible that this is. A guy that's won six Super Bowls. He's played in what twelve or thirteen AFC Championship games. I'm by the way, I'm really good at numbers and remembering, remembering stuff. I actually always forget how many AFC Championship games they've played in. That's how silly it's gotten. But I do know for a fact they've played in nine Super Bowls. They've won six, and yet six? we don't even have. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad and you reminded me, because I was actually <laughs> counting this morning. I was trying to think. I was thinking about. I was like one. Two, three, there was that fourth, the third, and then they lost a couple, and then four, and then there was five. Oh, and then last year happened, and then they won six. And then yeah. they traded for Sanu. Oh, then they then they traded for Sanu. Yeah, okay. I see. Yeah, you know, it just runs all together. You know, the Patriots fans are so spoiled, and I'm including myself there, where there'll be some years where the Patriots have Super Bowl gear that I'm like, nah, you know what? Not really feeling that. You know, I'll get next year's gear. Not really feeling that. 2018 crap that the Patriots are wearing. I'll, I'll take the 2019 gear. No, I'm with you. I'm with you totally because look, man, Super Bowl's come that you don't win and you bought that gear and then you're like just constantly reminded that like, oh, hey, I bought all this stuff from Super Bowl 52. How'd that game go? Oh, yeah, they lost. This is such a fun hoodie. <laughs> I love this hoodie. <laughs> like, you know what I'll I mean? Be- like, it's What's your favorite? This is the something I'm actually obsessed with. What's your favorite Super Patriots winning Super Bowl logo, and what's your favorite Patriots Super Bowl logo color scheme? Okay, easy for me. As soon as you asked it, I knew it. Super Bowl thirty six, um, nine eleven happened that year. They actually had a different logo for that Super Bowl because it was based in New Orleans, and the. You know, 9-11 happened and everything happened, and then all of a sudden everything kind of changed. But the Patriots actually won that Super Bowl, Super Bowl 36 versus the Rams. That was their very first Super Bowl. They had they kind of turned it into like an um, American flag logo. That for me is easy, truthfully. I mean, I'm I'm not criticizing anybody that hasn't seen it, but for, for me that's easy. Super Bowl 36. Um, I'll be they won that the troops out here. Yeah, you know what? I, I was about to say something different, but now if I say something different, I look like a communist. So I'm not even sure I should answer. <laughs> you know what? Answer. So, so give us your second best. Give us your second best, because now All I right. want to know. I'll, I'll I'll just admit that you're right because I'm not a communist. So, second <laughs> you're not best. LeBron James. <laughs> My God, LeBron James. Yeah, that guy. Okay, second best. Go communism. Second best has to be. Super Bowl 49. I was just wearing my Super Bowl 49 hoodie yesterday. The purple Arizona. I mean, I was there, so I'm a bit biased, but there was purple everywhere. I love purple. Like this, uh, I'm going to sound cringe here, but growing up, (laughs) I'm not, I don't remember if my parents, I don't remember why my parents did this, but my parents paid in my room um, when I was young, purple with bunnies. So I love I love purple and bunnies. <laughs> so, All right, fair enough. Uh, I like purple. So the per- the the purple around the town. I love the Super Bowl Forty Nine logo. I think it was. I think Super Bowl Forty Nine was truly, truly, truly the last cool NFL logo. The rest, the rest of the Super Bowl logo since then, I haven't really liked so much. Maybe it's just because I like the X's, but I think that Forty Nine was awesome. I love Forty Nine. Oh, it was great. I, it was great. Um. Like you just said, probably the last of it. I mean, it looks perfect. I do know that you were at Super Bowl 49 when you first asked the question. I was thinking he's going to ask what's my favorite Super Bowl win. And, I mean, favorite Super Bowl win is very hard, truthfully, because you have to choose between Super Bowl 49, which was really – so lucky they don't have to go through this, by the way. They just sit there. They're like, what was your favorite Super Bowl – oh, wait. There's only only that one time. Hey man, what was your favorite Super Bowl win? Oh, that time we beat the Raiders, and that's oh yeah, who's Brad Johnson? Oh yeah, this is great being a Buccaneers fan. But no, I I hear you, man. I mean, truthfully, this is like a real Patriots thing that we do, and it's insane. From two thousand one on, look at all, look at everything they've won, man. You know it. 
it gets it gets difficult sometimes to find things to talk about because it's like, are we gonna sit here and say the offense is bad? I mean, what do we do? What do we do here? You know, you know, so, we, we could we could actually just do this thing where we say the only reason the Patriots are good is because they just beat the shit out of the AFC East in the playoffs and the Super Bowls along with in the regular season. It's amazing because the Patriots. I don't know if you know this, LB, but they play. against absolutely pathetically horrible AFC East teams. And then they do this thing where they have a bye. And they didn't earn this bye, by the way. They just played a bunch of crappy teams, so they just have a bye. The NFL just gifts them with the bye. So then in the first round, in the second round of the playoffs, they just get to play another AFC East team. And then it goes on from there, and then they get to the Super Bowl, and then the Super Bowl rep- is represented from the NFC by some other stupid, stupidly injured team or unlucky team that has an un- unlucky call, and the Patriots just luck out. They, they, you know, be they've been all, honestly awful for the past twenty years, and I don't see how anyone else has seen it differently. They've just been lucky, blessed by the man himself upstairs. They're just awful. They're just they're the just Patriots, really awful. They're in fact they not good, good at football. They aren't good. They aren't good. They they actually suck, if we're being honest. The Patriots are actually bad at football. Imagine, I mean, imagine I mean, thinking otherwise. Exactly. Imagine if you're – imagine, let's say you're – okay, I'm going to have to do this again. Imagine you're a far less handsome man, far less – far even less intelligent man, and far less brave man because you are now, in fact, a coward because I'm going to make you sports talk Joe. Imagine, imagine you're sports talk Joe and you sit down and you just think – Man, you know what? The Patriots have won six Super Bowls. They suck. They're absolutely awful. Do you awful. think he means it? Do you think he's actually means some of his takes? Because I actually think he does. I think he's just totally, re- totally dumb. I th- I think I think he was just. I think he's one of those dumb Facebook sports commentators that really wanted attention and finally got his attention, and now he has the attention of thousands of other really not so smart NFL fans. Like anytime someone's like, bro, sports talk Joe is so smart. Just think they're an idiot. You can just picture what they look like and what their IQ may or may not look like. You know what you know what it looks like. Joe's owning. Uh... Wow, Brady's such a system quarterback, bro. Holy crap. Brady just checked out just checks it down all day. What a coward that Brady guy is. You know what Brady should really do? You know what he should do? He should just win a Super Bowl. He should just not listen to the offense and just go completely, just strike completely away from the very principles that make an offensive good, like just throw it up or just throw it away a million times and just randomly scramble for no reason or scramble like a moron in the pocket or complain about his offensive coordinator and complain. You know, the Patriots actually had, I don't know if you know this, Elby, they had two former quarterbacks on the field last night, and Tom Brady was still amazing. They didn't complain, so, by the way. Other quarterbacks that are less brave, which I won't mention on this podcast, would absolutely complain and possibly get the coach fired. That's what would happen. So you're telling me Tom Brady's good at football? It's either he, he's either good or actually I just think he's really lucky. LB, you know, twenty, nineteen, eighteen years of success. Tom Brady just is a really lucky guy. I mean, NFL teams are just kind of stupid. They just they haven't figured out a way to stop this really easy system that Tom Brady runs, where he open players players are just always open, and no other team could absolutely run this. And there's not over almost two decades worth of Tom Brady film, and they definitely can't replicate this because, you know, the system is so hard, apparently. Wow, that's a great point. So you're telling me that there's two decades of film on this one player, and yet he continues to beat them? That's incredible. Wow. Well, I'm going to go be an idiot and follow Sports Up Joe and just be completely dumb as shit and just pretend like I know football, and I'm going to retweet Sports Talk Joe. I'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, LB, you have fun. Anything else you want to say on the podcast before we go? I, w- I was just kidding. I'm not trying to go yet. I mean, you could <laughs> I mean, look, man. I mean, when you when you said sports talk, Joe, I was just like, yeah, okay, maybe LB's serious. Maybe he, maybe all that talking about Tom Brady, he's just convinced that he sucks, and he's just gonna no, go. No, he's right. He's, he's right. Gonna... He sucks. Yeah. 
<laughs> I did we miss anything else? I mean, we we kind of Emmanuel Sanders went to the 49ers. That's good news for the Patriots. Doesn't go to an AFC team, obviously, but I don't know. It'll be the foreshadowing between the 49ers and the Patriots. An epic Super Bowl. This would be. I'll probably say it every week. It would be epic. Jimmy G, Tom Brady, Kyle Shanahan, revenge, Bill Belichick. How do you would, feel about Jimmy? Is he legit? Is he great? What is he? I think he's been good. Jimmy's been good, and he has an offensive coordinator that's really awesome. And now he has Emmanuel Sanders. So I fully expect the 49ers to be there in the end. Honestly, they have a good defense. They, they're pretty much just solid all around. They're a pretty good team. I think they're a great team, truthfully. I mean, saying pretty good. I'm always comparing everybody to kind of the Patriots, but boy, they really are kind of like the Patriots of the NFC right now, and they're a very good team. Jimmy hasn't played great. He hasn't played great. I think you'd agree with me on that. Um, but end of the day, sometimes there's something to be said about not being Josh Allen, playing the Patriots, and just absolutely sucking and just doing everything you can to lose a team a game. And I believe in that. I mean, Tom Brady can not have the best statistical game of his career and yet still be very good and win you a game and do that in a fashion that doesn't necessarily show it in the stat sheet, you know? No, LB. Only stats matter. Winning is obviously second. It's number two, obviously. Winning winning is actually even more last than we think. There's actually – what other things are actually before winning? Let's see, actually, um, looking cool on the field, that's definitely that's definitely got to be before winning. Stats also definitely have to be before winning. Um, throwing touchdown passes, which we found out doesn't matter. Actually, LB, I want to read a cool stat, a Tom Brady stat, if you don't mind. If you're still alive, LB. Here's a good Tom Please Brady. Please do. Sorry, I muted my mic. Please, it's, please go ahead and share that stat because I want to hear it. It's okay, LB. So there's a good Tom Brady stat here by our good, good friend. I think it's Tom Brady's Tom Brady facts. He says, you know, LB and I have been harping over the fact that touchdowns are just an end to the means and. You know, between the 20s is probably a lot more important than touchdowns. Or Context matters with touchdowns, obviously. But over the past 10 games, including the three playoff games last year, the Patriots have 18 rushing touchdowns from inside the six-yard line. Tom Brady on those 18 drives. 71 for 90, 864 yards, 9.6 yards per attempt, 48 yards per drive. This is amazing. And he didn't have to have a tu- have multiple touchdowns to be good. The the Patriots just leached running touchdowns from him, and Tom Brady didn't care. Tom Brady won't walk into Bill Belichick's office and say, "Look, I mean, I know you drafted the cross-eyed running back in the first round, but could we, but could we at least give some of those touchdowns for?" No, he doesn't care. He's just like, "Yep, here you go, Sony Michelle. Here's your touchdown, James Devlin. Here's your touchdown, Brandon Bolden. Here's your touchdown, Rex Burkhead. Here's your touchdown." He doesn't care, and it's awesome. Oh, Brady's a man, man. He just wants to win. It's truly an underappreciated thing about him. Um, there was a thing this week about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron doesn't – Martavis Valdez Scalding. Who who the hell cares about his name anyways? He was saying, oh, well, you know, Aaron doesn't yell at us anymore. He wasn't – you know, he was good before, but now he's way better. He doesn't yell at us. And I was like, what? Like, are you kidding me? God like, I, what do you mean he doesn't yell at, like, yeah, Brady yells at guys, but would anybody go to the media and be like, you know what, Tom doesn't yell at us anymore, so he's way better, okay, very cool, you weird freak, maybe, like, you just suck, I don't know, or maybe Aaron is just a total, like, dick, if anybody's wow, considered mean- that. You mean the guy that ignored his parents during, like, that huge fire in California? That guy? That guy. Oh, that, that guy. guy. Oh, okay. Oh, He's see, actually was... a great guy, by the way. Oh, good guy, good guy. LB, I think we kind of hit all the Patriots stuff pretty well. I don't think there's much we missed. A lot of people 
kind of want to talk about Michael Bennett. Maybe we'll let it play out another week after he's suspended. We've been talking about that, though. So, But next week, Sunday, 425, the Patriots play. Bryson NFL's AFC contenders, Cleveland Browns, which obviously Bryson and felt very wrong about this, by the way. Baker Mayfield not looking good. And, you know, I'm just hoping that the, the AFC contending Cleveland Browns from the past that I believe don't show up and the Patriots just continue to kick the crap out of teams. And maybe they do just go up there. It, the game's at home, right? Patriots, is that home? Um, Patriots at, Patriots at I think it home. is. Patriots at home, is. and Baker Mayfield looks like an absolute abomination. So, you know, maybe Baker Mayfield will even look worse than Sam Donald. I don't know. It's totally possible at this point. Odell might throw his watch in his face and just – Odell, <laughs> honestly, things that wouldn't shock me. Odell Beckham Jr. literally crossing from the Cleveland Browns sideline to the Patriots sideline and telling everyone he's not leaving until he's a Patriot. <laughs> oh, you know, makes sense to me. I like it. I think everybody else should like it too, right? I mean, what's the issue? I don't see any issue with that. No issue, LB. Weapons all day long. Weapons Twitter takes a W today. Thanks for coming we'll on, LB. We love you very much. And Weapons Twitter is absolutely earning right now. Can't wait to see our very good friend, Mohamed Sanu, in a Patriots uniform. Shout out to Title Talk. Shout out to Bryson NFL, absolutely owning. I love you, buddy. You're the man. And shout out to, I don't know. Shobs. I mean, yeah, shout out to Shobs. There's the at. At the Shobs 01, I think, or something. Who cares? Find him. If you can't find him, then he'll probably find you because, you know, he kind of sucks. But we love Shobs. (laughs) See you later, LB. See you later, sir. I love you all. And kiss me. (music) Thank <music> you.